Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast, about a phenomenon I call supretrovi, spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business, and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places, and what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others, and it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Welcome, my dear friend. I hope you're having an amazing week. So yesterday, I went out to eat dinner with a friend of mine, and we were sitting outside at this winery having this wood-fired pizza. They've got this big outdoor um, wood-fired pizza ovens, and we were the first two to arrive because we got there real early. And then just very slowly, all of these people started to pour in until there were like hundreds of people sitting outside on this perfect day. And then they had a musician, this guy with a guitar started singing. He was so good. And I was just looking up at the sky and the trees and just taking in the whole scene and the air and the food was wonderful. We had a few laughs and it was just absolutely glorious. And I only mention it because, my God, have we had a year or have we had a year? You know, I am still having experiences of unbelievable gratitude just that just hit me really hard to the point where I feel like I'm going to fall out of my chair. 
every time I go do even the simplest things, I can still go to the store sometimes and go, oh, this is wonderful. Or I'm driving in the car. And, you know, even on the way to my friend's house last night, I was, I had to drive through some trees, out through some beautiful open areas over this big bridge over a lake to get there. And I was just going, wow, the world is so beautiful. And it's so wonderful. I really feel like I've just gotten back from a vacation. Gratitude is so important. You know that. I know that. And it's great when we can kind of consciously force things to happen in terms of, you know, I know I'm supposed to be a good person, so I'm going to be grateful for everything I have, even when I may not feel very grateful today. But I can tell you lately that as we start getting more and more opened up as a society, I am feeling genuine, amazing feelings of gratitude like never, ever before. And when you see my guest today, the Pleiadian ambassador, Christine Day, she's really amazing. She gets very emotional also about just gratitude. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but there were moments during this interview, my God, I just wanted to reach through and just give her a big hug. She's a very, very sweet person, and she has a very inspiring message that I hope that you'll really enjoy. So so let's just settle in and enjoy this together as we listen to Pleiadian Ambassador Christine Day. Hey, my dear ones, welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So you have asked for guests, and today we have one of the most requested guests on the Healing Arts podcast, the phenomenal Christine Day is here. She is the Pleiadian ambassador. Christine, it's a joy to have you here. Welcome to Healing Arts. Uh, it's wonderful to be with you, Shelly, and wonderful to connect with everyone energetically. I've got a lot of emotion running. I've got a lot of love flowing through from the Pleiadians moving out to everybody on the show. So um, it always touches my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I feel that you are a kindred spirit. Um, and I know a lot of people out there do as well. Before I get into all the things, all the many, many things I want to talk to you about, you know, I do ask my listeners and viewers, who do they want to see? And you've got some huge fans out there. And one of your fans, Maria, has sent me an email. And so I would like to read this so that we don't get too off track about, because I, I could talk to you all day, let's just say, and we are going to. Well, not all day. Okay. All right. So here is a question from Maria. So dear Christine, now that we are ascending from 3D to 5D, are we going to hear more from the Pleiadians? And is it going to be easier to communicate or even see them? And if so, how? And how can we make sure we're actually communicating with loving beings? Well, that's lots of questions. That's, I guess that's a lot. Yes. Um, so I guess first, are we going to be seeing the Pleiadians more? I guess we'll start there. People are seeing the Pleiadians. A lot of my students are. Um, and it's really about your pre-agreements and how you've structured your pre-agreements before you came onto this earth plane. The Pleiadians are wide open to receiving everybody. You don't have to be a, a Plea, have a Pleiadian aspect to connect with them. They are here to support humanity and to support each one of us individually in our awakening and enlightenment process. 
so that they are incredibly readily available. And I spend a lot of time with my students. Uh, we work with the initiations from the Pleiadians that they give us um, to launch yourself so that you can interact directly with the Pleiadians. And, and they work alongside the whole universal community. So they're not, um, you know, they're very much connected into self-empowerment for humanity. And for anybody who is interested, they just need to open the door and the Pleiadians are there, right there to support them and interact with them. Along those lines, I guess I'm going to get in with one of my questions here. Many years ago, I went to Athens, Greece, and I had a real profound um, spiritual shift after that. And shortly after that, I ended up reading Barbara Marciniak's book, Bringers of the Dawn, where she was talking about that being a portal for Pleiadians. Do you think that's true or how do you perceive that? It is absolutely true. Um, yes. And Barbara Marciniak, has, I've never read her books because the Pleiadians said, don't read anything. We want to bring in the information through right. reading anything. But um, I know that she's very authentic and she has done a lot to launch people and the Pleiadian message into onto earth. Um, and, and so, yes, I get strong confirmation that that is absolutely true, that, that portal. I'm is. going again in July, hopefully, if they open the place up. I've got some reservations. So we're going to see if I get to go again 20 years later. That, that can be pretty exciting. For you, I'm getting strong confirmation that you are ready for another a kind of awakening to turn a corner, and so it's like the turn of the wheel, where you your life changes from that point on, and that's what they're saying to me right now is that you you have a Pleiadian aspect. It's about you um, embodying your Pleiadian aspect and, and living that aspect. It's, an as it's like an extension of your own higher self. So the, you're going to meet yourself. That's what you're basically doing. You've got an appointment with yourself. Whether it happens in July, it will happen as soon as you can get there. And you have to trust the timing also. Oh, yes. Because this is a like a predestined meeting with yourself and when you embody your Pleiadian aspect you move into that higher aspect of consciousness of knowing and knowledge and it will really launch you very differently in the world as it launched me 26 years ago that is fantastic speaking of that I do want I if people haven't heard your story before could you share about how the Pleiadians contacted you many years ago and how all of that happened. That was really a profound happening, a life-changing event for me. And I was out in nature just um, walking in, in, into a meadow. I kind of turned a corner into this meadow and there was that huge Pleiadian spaceship just sitting there. And the Pleiadians were walking out of the ship. Telepathically, they were grabbing me reminding me of my Pleiadian heritage because up to that point, I didn't believe in spaceships or aliens. So I was not like searching for the Pleiadians or, you know, I was you know, on a very different path um, of understanding. And so it was like I was, they just took me back to my pre-agreements before I came onto this planet. They reminded me of my mission here, still incredibly emotional about that meeting and my family, my Pleiadian family were all around me. 
And I was in a space of light as they worked with me telepathically to bring me into a full remembrance of my mission here and what I was to do. And I remember getting home that day, but I found myself in bed with this brilliant light shining through me and the Pleiadians were around me and they stayed with me, but I was in bed for two months while my Pleiadian aspect fully embodied through me. And I had this huge dilemma. I was not happy about connecting to the Pleiadians at that point. You know, I was kind of like, I was working with this light, with this energy. I had had an awakening um, six years previous. And I thought I was working just with God. And I was working with people, with the light coming through. And I was like, I didn't want to be a Pleiadian. I had this, you know, this it was just really a, ter- a really difficult transition for me to come into that acceptance. Mm-hmm. And then one day the, Ple- the angels came to me and they said, you know, the Pleiadians are part of the God consciousness state. There's no separation here. It's right. just, you know, God consciousness, love. And it was like, okay, I could understand that and accept my mission. <laughs> still there's so much around that because I want to give you a big hug you are so sweet and we love you it was only a few days later that I was actually able to get out of bed and my whole life transformed and I just was launched into the world um yeah lost a lot of people I a lot of people fell away because they couldn't cope with my Pleiadian energy which was totally different and yet I had such an understanding and knowing of the sacred and I just my work in the world started that's when I was launched internationally and you know haven't stopped since then it's been a profound journey of of a sacred profound humbling journey bringing in the information from the Pleiadians, transmitting it out to humanity, bringing understanding, clarity, knowledge to humanity from the Pleiadians, which really brings in the aspect of of our enlightenment process and what that's about and removing a lot of that mystery. And that was absolutely fantastic. Um, It's really supported so many people in so many ways. So that my, my Pleiadian family has never left me. They, I'm connected. I fully integrated my Pleiadian aspect, my higher self energy through me. And I've been working with my humanity and in my own self-resurrection process. The Pleiadians have taught me so much about love and about myself and about being human and celebrating humanity and my imperfection as a human being. It's really been a, new, a glorious journey for me and, um, you know, so much gratitude. So I continue to unfold. That is wonderful. I guess we're, we're all little works in progress out here. Oh, absolutely. We are. And it's such a glorious journey to really understand your own humanity and understand that in order to be enlightened, we don't have to reach perfection. And that's been the lie out there. Mm-hmm. And in order to be enlightened, we have to accept our imperfection. And how easy is that? You see, we don't have to change one thing about our human, human selves to become enlightened. 
We just simply have to accept the imperfection of ourselves. And through that self-acceptance is that self-love. And then the sacred part of ourselves is so vast and it's about coming home to ourselves in that sacredness. So it's been, you know, that journey of self-resurrection, that is our mission for this lifetime, is self-resurrection. And so many of us have just put ourselves up on the cross, you know, with self-condemnation, with shame, guilt. And the Pleiadians say everything we've done, every decision we've made, has been perfect in order to bring to us our learning experiences. And every choice, every decision is just a series of learning experiences, not to be held accountable because we're imperfect in our humanity, but just to simply embrace the journey and celebrate the journey. It takes a lot of courage for us to be here and have that human experience. Absolutely. One of the things I love, if you go on um, Christine's website, friends, it's christinedayonline.com. I'll have the links here. Um, on your website, you have a great quote, which is, you are the one you've been looking for. Yeah, you are the one, you are who you've been waiting for. And that says it all. That's the Pleiadian agenda is to bring that to us so we can come home to ourselves and, and really um, self-liberate, self-resurrect. You know, we've, suffering is really a choice. And, and when we choose to really just hold ourselves with love and compassion, not forgiveness, because that word does, it's really, we have nothing to forgive. We don't have to forgive anyone else and we don't have to forgive, forgive ourselves because we've all made pre-agreements with each other to play out these roles perfectly yeah. in order for us our experiences and so we're never a victim not in truth mm -mm. and so it takes all of that heaviness off the journey don't you think i mean it's really a beautiful process of you know that self-liberation and and just the joy that we are the love that we are it is it's a great place to get to i think it's it does take constant mindfulness and it takes years really for many of us to get to that place though where we can go you know okay maybe some things happen i'm not that thrilled with them but i can bless it and move on and bless myself and forgive myself i mean i think that's very difficult but yet like you said it's it's really that's that's, that's it what else is there is it that difficult when you really are you going to accept what the truth is exactly play out the illusion or you're going to accept the truth of your own journey and the vastness of everybody else's and the sacredness the divine economy that we're all living in here to open into these experiences with ourselves so it's only a moment in time to choose differently and yes. it doesn't mean you do it perfectly because we can't because we're we're human but it's in one moment, the Pleiadians say, of just holding yourself with love, compassion, and patience, every cell in your body transforms because you shift the cycle of self-sabotage. It only takes one moment to shift all those cycles, the old belief systems, the, you know, trying to get it right, to do it perfectly, to get, to get the love you know, to be loved. It's, it's, we've just done these things in order to try and be loved, to be received. But basically it's about receiving ourselves. Right. 
eating the imperfection and celebrating that, you know? Absolutely. Suffered. And one, we haven't, we've all suffered equally, not one more than the other, just differently in our human Exactly. Thank you. You know, I think it's easier for us to look at other people and go, wow, they sure have a great life. But everyone has their things that they're working on. You know, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. And, and the suffering arises when it comes from the misperception of the ego mind, where the ego mind always has a story. It's hooked on the third dimensional illusion of fear and struggle and suffering and lack. And the fact is, our hearts, this is the home space. This is where truth exists, where we have multidimensional hearts, we're multidimensional beings having a human experience. And it's about coming home and having moments in your heart where you bypass that ego mind and understand the ego mind's misperceptions. You know, and it's, it's, right. it's about really holding yourself with a lot of love that human ego mind with love and compassion and shifting your relationship with your human self, with your ego mind. And that starts with that love and compassion and self-acceptance of everything we've lived, everything we've done or not done, said or not said, you know? Absolutely. Yes. So I, here's a question, getting back to Maria's original question, the shift that we've made from 3D to 5D, when did that happen and how are we now, I mean, I feel it, I think everybody feels it, how is this different and what is this going to move us into as we move through some of the challenges that we're facing coming out of last year, for example? Well, the challenges are very third dimensional. Yes. There's, the, there's been the pandemic, it's still here. But it's been here to shift our environment and to shut down the old cycles so that everything we've known from our ego mind standpoint has been, been rearranged. And at the same time, the pandemic came in, the light, a higher light came onto the planet, a God consciousness light that's never been here before. And planet Earth is vibrating. It has a pulse in its core that is for the very first time pulsating at the very same vibrational rate as this resonant universe for the first time ever. So planet Earth, it's, you could say it's a pulse or a heartbeat that is totally aligned with the God consciousness state within our resonant universe. So Earth is shifting. It's shifting its design energetically to align with our resident universe for the first time. That's a piece of it. Then December 21st was the launch into the age of Aquarius. That is where, where there was that conjunction between Jupiter and Pluto. Yes. And that star, that sacred star was birthed in the night skies. The two planets converged closely. That light was opened up. That was the entry point to the age of Aquarius it was the time where we all have moved into a very different experience of reconnection to the sacred aspect of ourselves and the veils of illusion started to really break down so the third dimensional illusion which was kind of like set in steel 
has now been reduced to, to a fluid state. So it allows each one of us to choose differently, to choose our, our vast multidimensional hearts, our sacredness, and be able to navigate our ways and align into that sacred state of our being differently than ever before. There's a new alignment of connection and potential for us to embody the energy of our higher selves in this physical body because our crystalline structure opened up in a different level within us at that time of the conjunction on December 21st. Now, what does that mean, that crystalline structure? It exists within our heart space, through the spine, through the sacrum, through the brain, through the lung. And it, it is um, a high frequency electrical energy that allows us to embody and carry the higher self-light that we are in this physical form. So before we would have to die and leave this physical body to reconnect to our higher self, no longer. We can stay in these physical bodies and carry the full light of ourselves within these bodies and walk on earth holding that high frequency of our sacredness here on earth in this physical body. And as we transition into that energy, it allows us to rejuvenate ourselves to live a lot longer. We're meant to be on this earth plane a lot longer in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. The last time that planet earth will be housing a third dimensional human experience. In this lifetime, we will um, awaken and we will carry the, the whole energy of our higher selves in the physical body. And that is, we will um, kind of emerge and launch into a new level of community and communion between us. The telepathic communion is opening up in our brains in order for us to move into a very deeper, a more profound communion light between our, each other so that we start to evolve in our godlike state our God consciousness state. That is fantastic. You know, when you spoke about when the Pleiadians first came to you and how that unfolded, um, I guess I feel compelled. I, several years ago, after my trip to Greece, I also went to Egypt. And then when I came home, I went into the light. I didn't have, a, I didn't get in a car accident or anything, but when I came back, it was very emotional for me as well, as you described, like I, I had energy, I knew things that were beyond my awareness, et cetera. And these beings showed me some healing techniques. And so I just wanted to mention that because I know that your Pleiadians have also shared with you some very amazing healing information that you talk about in your work. And I was wondering if you could share some of these things that they've shared with you. Well, there's 52 levels of what is called the frequencies of brilliance. That started coming through me 20 years ago um, there was a healing technique before that, again, that came to me during the awakening with the Pleiadians and that I worked with for probably 30, 10 years and then the frequencies of brilliance came through in um, uh, 1999. And that's 52 levels of this amazing cutting edge healing work. It, it works with um, birthing the crystalline structure in the bodies, 
It works with expanding the telepathic crystalline center in your brain. It, can, it works with the spinal fluid, which the spinal fluid in the spine holds our Godhead energy, which is the energy for self-healing and self-manifestation. So some of these healing techniques opens you, aligns you, awakens your Godhead energy in the spinal fluid. And it's a sacred fluid. It's, it, it works up through the brain stem, into the brain cells and up through the crown. Um, there's so many different levels to this work from the Pleiadians that they've given me. And then on, believe it or not, on 21st of December, the 52 levels were completed. Wow. And, and a new work, the Aquarian Age work, has started to come in. So I've just um, had an online program with a three-day online seminar with the these amazing um, energetic circles that work through the telepathic process. So it can only be done online. We used to meet in person. Of course, we haven't been able to meet in person because of COVID. Yeah. The Pleiadians, that's exactly what needs to happen. You need to meet in a communion in a group um, telepathically. So this work is to design to bring with people all over the world on the call and we all meet within this galactic receiving station, which we created here on the land. It took seven years to create. Um, we're, we're right on, we have our own beach on Lake Superior and we put 11, 11 layers of crystals into the ground over seven years to create these amazing galactic portals. And this, what is called this gateway, which is like a Stonehenge. We brought huge boulders in and set them in place according to where the Pleiadians wanted them. So we created this huge galactic receiving station with the Lemurian city, which is about a mile out in, on the, on, in the water from our land. And the whole galactic receiving station is, is huge. So we transmit from that galactic receiving station online with this new, um, new work, uh, the Aquarian Age work. The Pleiadians want to call it the uh, Aquarian Toolbox. And so they're bringing a series of tools. I've only just started to bring in this new work um, and it will go online um, and be offered to the public um, when it's complete. But there is so many levels to what the Pleiadians are offering and they, they are, are masters at working and creating these recipes that you follow and through that recipe, you, you move into a space of understanding, of expansion, of birthing this crystalline structure, linking in with your Godhead energy through the spinal fluid, working through the sacrum. I mean, just these amazing abilities to be able to bring energy through the palms and actively engage with um, working with, you know, creating energetic webbing to place in others for healing. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of different processes, but they're endless and the Pleiadians are tireless and um, they work tirelessly uh, with humanity. And, you know, I guess as the Pleiadian ambassador, I launch these energies out and um, I just hold the energetic platform. That's my role is just hold the energetic platform and transmit the initiations outwards 
to those who are ready to receive them. So it's it's been a beautiful journey. And what it's brought people to through that process, they they too see the Pleiadians and engage with them and have their own direct relationship with the Pleiadians. So it's self-empowerment. And I love that. I think it's fantastic. The other thing I love is this idea that, you know, the things they showed you many years ago are changing and evolving, just like we are changing and evolving. And like you said, it's never ending. So have you found, I mean, I know that 20 years ago when I first started doing some of the stuff I'm doing, you know, the energy is totally different now. So I think it, things do have to change and shift and evolve, don't you think? Everything's accelerating. What I see is an incredible acceleration of, because the energetic profile has changed on earth. Right. Um, the lifting of the veils and the illusion, we're all able to engage much more freely. The mystery's gone. All the veils have lifted. There is very little in our way now uh, for us not to be able to just be launched and launch ourselves. It's, it's really a whole different environment here on earth right now. And our interconnection with the galactic community is very strong. Like when I first started out, I was connected to the Pleiadians, but since we've opened this galactic receiving station, I am uh, on the galactic council and I am, we, the ships come in all the time. I'm interacting with the entire galactic community, which are, are hundreds and thousands of different life force groups. Of, of alien forces that live in this resident universe. And, and, you know, I think what's really key people need to understand is none of us originated from planet Earth. We all have a family of origin off planet that is waiting for us to re-engage with them, to support us in the completion of our individual missions here on Earth. It's, we're never meant to do this alone. And so the pre-agreements were set in place before we came here. And now is the time for people to activate their pre-agreements with their family of origin. You see, the, the family of origin, your family of origin, mine, they carry a nutritional love that we need mm -hmm. to really, um, the nutritional energy supports the transmutation of our bodies right now. So as you reach out to align to your family of origin. That's part of the work I do is reconnecting people to their family of origin. And then they have an, 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 a connection with that family of origin and it doesn't go away. They continue to just work with that energetic family and it supports them in this rapid unfolding that we're all moving towards a huge launch. We're being launched. And we are learning to launch ourselves, which is essential. I agree. Because you see, as human beings, this is what I was shown. And I, I found that was amazing when the Pleiadian showed me how essential we've come here to transform Earth. We are the way showers. And the Pleiadians, the spiritual realms, all the light beings, the masters, the galactic community, they can set an energetic profile for us, but we are the only ones who can launch ourselves because it was always going to be us in human bodies that create the launch of Earth. It had to be, it has to come from us. Yeah, we are the ones 
to set in motion this change on the planet Earth through communion, through communion within ourselves and communion with each other and create these new communities, these energetic communities. Now you could look at Earth and go, whoa, but look at all the drama, all the intensity, all the, all the heavy, dark energy that's being unearthed right now. Yes, it's being unearthed because it has to be unearthed. It has to come up it's, it's get out. It's always been there. It's coming out. It's being drawn up. And the fact is that at a certain moment, the light that we are, the light on earth, that, that pure light, the love that we are, will accumulate together into a huge force of change and transformation for earth. And at that point, you know, there's those of us that are awake on the path. We've done our work and we've done our work for years. And we've been working and trusting and moving forward. And then there's a whole other arena of people that what I would call people on the street who really aren't that awake. They're not bad people. You know, they have good hearts. And at a certain moment, they will mm -hmm. awaken. And they say they'll awaken like coming from a dream. They'll just remember who they are. They'll just re to remember and reconnect to the sacred that they are. They'll awaken from the dream. Being the third dimensional illusion, being the dream here. And this is their, what they've said yes to. They'll just awaken and remember and be part of the community. We've done a lot of work. We might say, well, that's not very fair. We've, you know, we've put it so much into this, but we said yes to having this experience of unfolding ourselves, of, of unfolding our humanity. But those people will also join us and there'll be a collective light birth there at that time. And then others on the planet who, guess what, don't want to give up the power, are still really connected into the violence, mm -hmm. take their next step off the planet. Yeah. And because there's no such thing as death, they'll just move somewhere else and have their experience, but they will leave the planet Earth. And the whole environment of Earth will shift. And that's what the Pleiadians are saying. And they say that's going to happen in the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. So there's this huge shift. And the launch for that was the 21st of December, the age of the Aquarian age coming in. And that will be here, of course, for some time now. But that is, that is where what the Pleiadians are speaking about and they're supporting each one of us in shifting first the environment within ourselves. All focus must be on here, mm -hmm. on ourselves, on our heart, and just witness the drama. But we are not to get embroiled in that drama. We've got to just witness and see it for what it is, a play out on a stage. But what's key is here, our multidimensional hearts, our multidimensional purpose of the sacred that we are. Very, very essential. I think there was a huge um, experience of that this last year. You know, I, I felt almost as if I'm floating over events. I, I have great compassion for those who are, you know, younger or they're, like you said, they're out on the street, they're not aware. Because I think that this forcing of stopping, you know, get off the TV, you can't go to work, you're going to have to come home and actually be with yourself. You know, a lot of people 
are not like we are, that we've already had that experience in our own way. And I just really had a lot of compassion for that. You know, it's very difficult. And yet what emerges is you've got now people just slowing down and having a chance maybe for the first time ever to say, what is important? What should I be thinking about or doing or not doing? And I, I think that was a huge step in where we're trying to head and exactly what you're talking about. I, I think that we are on the cusp of something really beautiful. What else could have happened, Shelley, to stop the world? Nothing. Without the pandemic. It's been a sacred happening, a destiny. It was destined to happen at this time. And what it has done is it has, like, created the ego mind to be placed into a state of confusion. And in that state of confusion, it's a high state to be in because everything can change when the ego mind is like taken out of control and it just cannot grasp the situation. And it didn't happen just for a couple of weeks. I mean, it's been a, a long time happening. It's still not complete. Mm -mm. You know, it's like it has shifted the whole planet. It will never, ever be the same, ever. That is right. I think people want it to go back, some people. But no, you know, there's some good things that have come. And it, like you said, it's not ever going to go back the way it was. And so we have to accept that and we have to embrace. I mean, I think it's fantastic, some of the things. There's a lot that is, you know, there's tragedy and this is sad. And yet there's so much good that has come from this. It's a lot of love. You know what? It creates that human emotion and trauma, people losing family members is a lot. And it creates waves of change, huge mm -hmm. waves. And we know that there's no such thing as death, but it's still you miss, we, we are human beings and we miss, you know, the loved ones that have left. Mm -hmm. And families haven't been able to get together. I haven't been able to go back to Australia. I haven't seen my family since 2019. And because I usually go two or three times a year, mm -hmm. not likely to get there till 2024 to see them. Wow. You know, there's, you know, there's that sort of thing happening. Grandparents not being able to get with grandchildren. You know, it's it's been a lot. The younger people, you know, not being able to go off to college and not being able to socialize, you know, not being able, you know, it's it's really pulled things and shifted things tremendously and created tremendous hardship for people who have lost jobs, who yes. have been pushed into poverty. I mean, there's so many elements, but that's the human drama. And it's the difficulties that bring us to another place within ourselves, not saying any of it's easy. Mm -mm. None of it's easy. And you can't mm -hmm. compare one piece of suffering to another, but it has upturned society created a lot of division you know you know the political arena is, is chaos you know it's it's there's been so many different sides to this but it's it's all create it's been like divinely orchestrated for this big change absolutely because you know you have to expose things so that you can change them you know and that's one way we can look at it that these things had to come up we're in a new age, as you've mentioned, and um, we're moving forward. From we are. And a lot of us are doing really, really well, and some are suffering, but there's, 
again, that's the human condition is the suffering. And, you know, we choose how much we want to suffer and we choose when we want to end the suffering. I know for some people that would be hard to hear, but we suffer as long as we're hooked into that illusion of the ego mind and the misperception of the ego mind. And how much longer do you want to go on with that suffering? You know, right. our, hearts, our hearts carry the truth. They carry the vastness, the potential for us to manifest and create what it is we need. There's an unlimited abundance for each one of us to open into a new level of creation. You see, we're responsible for creating our reality. And this is the time, this is part of the new time, is for us to open into our own ability to create that which we want in our hearts, our heart's desire. And this is another part of the work the Pleiadians are bringing is creating through the heart's desire and taking responsibility for your co-creation, um, letting go of being a victim and, and witnessing how you're unfolding. How are you working with your humanity? You know, how you're holding that little girl or that little boy inside yourself. And, and, and allowing the healing of the old wounds. You know, I, my background, you know, cult ritual abuse from the time I was two to 13. And I had to evolve and bring myself right through that healing process. It wasn't something that, it brought me to a very important place in myself. It's allowed me to hold a platform for humanity. A lot of amazing things came out of it. I wouldn't like to repeat it but I, it has brought me to everything that I am, a lot of love and incredible compassion for myself, for my humanity, for the, the parts of my children. And I had to go right through that process of, of healing those really deep, profound wounds from my childhood. But it's brought me to who I am in this moment. Mm-hmm never a victim i pre-agreed to that experience i pre-agreed to have the parents i had that abused me you know they played out their role perfectly i played my role out perfectly not easy but incredibly um life-changing and has allowed me the empathy and compassion to work with so many people who have been through cultural abuse and sexual abuse and any sort of childhood abuse, the suffering, you know, that can go on inside a person is, is deep. And my suffering as a child was no more or less than anyone else's suffering, just different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, these wounds that we go through we can evolve through them out the other side into incredible gifts and jewels and and this is this is us as human beings you know we are incredibly um we have an incredible capacity within ourselves as human beings to evolve and you know, and to reach out to one another. 
And, and I think this is part of our journey right now is to hold the compassion and love for each person, but firstly within ourselves. We must be compassionate and reach into ourselves with that love and compassion and patience to allow the evolution to unfold here on earth. That is part of our awakening, our enlightenment process. Absolutely. And the things, you know, that we go through, that every person goes through, that's how you are able to, I think, help others on the path. Because when we've all been through different things, we can be compassionate and empathetic once we get that done within ourselves as well, so that we can be part of this big human family that we all are. There's no hierarchy. One is not more than the other. We no. each divine unique sacred aspect of ourselves like it's like no other in the whole universe and we bring the gift of ourselves of who we are and collectively we come together and we it's like each one of us a unique piece of a jigsaw puzzle that fits perfectly into you know what i see is this huge sacred mandala of humanity here on earth you know, that we can each bring the gift of ourselves to the to the collective, you know. No, we're all needed. Everyone is needed. Everyone matters, you know, and I think people out there need to know that. And I think this is part of what you're bringing through your messaging. I mean, people need to know they matter. You matter to other people. You're here for a reason. You're here to meet certain people and love them and accept them as well. And we need and all of us here. We matter more than we could ever imagine. Our ego minds doesn't understand the magnificence of who we are. That's why we really can't afford to stay with our mind much and come into the heart where we can really experience the truth of the vastness of who we are, you know, and, and bring mm. that forward. You know, it, it's it's like... The energy I'm working with is my unique gift of the oneness and, and people, everyone out there can be, can be linking into their own. It's no mystery here. I'm not carrying anything more powerful than anyone else is carrying within themselves. I've just been, you know, really been gifted to witness the witness how to access and work with this part of my sacredness my multi-dimensionality but everybody has that 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 gift inside of themselves to reach into and i think that message is so important and essential to go out um, to as many people as possible absolutely especially now there is hope i think a lot of people felt you know, at times very hopeless, but there's hope. It's always going to improve if we just move through it. And like you said, accept ourselves, accept where we're at, accept what is, and then move forward and know that these things are unfolding in divine time. Yes, I, I think there has been a bit of a giving up. I think people want it to be a certain way. They have an idea right. of what they want to see. And it's never a straight line. It's always the zigzag path because that's the way we learn and grow. So, it, you know, people have felt in some ways, I think they've felt a betrayal. I think they, 
you know, they want God to take care of them. Well, <laughs> we don't need taking care of because the God inside of us is strong and resilient. It's not the drama. We're something much more than that. And, and to let that part of ourselves shine, you know, mm -hmm. we can. And that's part of my role is to show people and just let them have the direct. It's all about direct experience, the work. The direct experience of your own vastness. That's my role is to bring that direct experience so people feel it, feel themselves inside themselves, the power and the light that they are. Not words. That's very old. The words, you know, for years we just had words and it was all bigger mystery. And but that that mystery's gone. It's shifted right. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right about the veils coming down. I mean, I had somebody talk to me recently about they went to a metaphysical expo and this is because there was a few of them last year and that they went and went, wow, this is weird, you know, because when you used to go to these shows 20 years ago, even, you know, it was always like, ooh, I wonder what's going to be here. But now, again, everything has been revealed. And so it's just a totally different energy. And like you said, we don't need the words. It should just be something that's coming from within ourselves that we just kind of know without the transcends language or a real, under, you know, 3D it's understanding. Not the words, because we don't, none of the words in our English language meet the direct experience and truly ex explain the, the direct experience of the light that we are. And so, you know, the, the direct experience is the only way you know, to go. And it's so accessible now. It's it's so out there now for each one, each person to come home to themselves. Yeah. You know? Yes. The other thing, um, you know, at the end of 2020, I think many people thought, okay, it's going to be January 1st, 2021. We're just going to turn the light switch on and we're going to walk back into the place where we used to be. And, you know, that's just simply not how things are unfolding and you mentioned earlier in the show that you're you're thinking you're not even going to make it back to Australia till 2024 so I guess I was just wondering what I I've sensed yeah 2021 seems pretty locked down to me but what do you think is going to unfold over the next few years in terms of people at least being able to get out if that's what they choose to do I think they will I, Australian government has the country lockdown they're not allowing anyone in and they're not allowing the Australians out no one can leave wow. One, they're only bring even Australian residents that there's something like 40,000 Australian residents right now are locked out of Australia. Uh, they're bringing some of them in around 300, 400 at a time. And so they have been locked out since March last year and waiting to come in. And they're not even because I have an, I am a, an Australian citizen, but I'm not a resident. And so they're not taking non-Australian residents back and they're not allowing them into the country at this point. Not even, you know, there's still a lot of Australian residents still not back in the country. So they're looking at and saying that they probably won't open borders till 2024, their borders. Wow. The rest of the world, uh, things will open up much faster than that. But the Australian government is protecting its citizens and they right. have, a, you know, that's how they do it. That's <laughs> I had the 
great pleasure of visiting Australia in 2017. And even just getting a visa to come visit is very, very strict there. So, you know, they do what they do to protect the citizens. So I was just curious why 2024, but wow, I guess that would be something. Looking at so. America and um, the out of control, <laughs> you know, 97% of the Australian citizens are agreeing to be immunovaccinated. Now in this country, in America, you know, we're looking at what, how, what percentage, 45% or something? Something, yeah. Because of that, the Australians are saying, no, we're not gonna allow any Americans in because you won't achieve herd immunity and we're not taking any chances. So this is for America. It's not for the, all of the world. They are letting, going to let some of the rest of the world in, but not from this country. So, Yeah, I can see that. I, I guess it brings me to another thing I wanted to ask about. I'm thinking a lot about you know India and what they're facing over there right now. And even speaking of Australia and the other world, you know, we always think that we're separate, but we aren't separate. And don't you think that the whole world needs to really have this healing together? That slogan, we're all into this together. We really need to be in this together. And until we all get there, we're not really there yet, you know? Not yet, but that separation, the, the human condition is immediate separation. That's yes. where human ego mind goes into creating separation. It, it kind of specializes in fear and separation. So it's going to take a while, but the whole world will be engaged in this energetic shift mm -hmm. and on many, many levels. But it's not, we're not there yet. This is the time for like the pole, like this diverse thing of, of, the, of the awakening and then the separation and the chaos. And we're seeing it just being played out on a world stage in so many levels that to me that's one of the other huge gifts of the pandemic is that if we didn't think we were connected to everyone before then certainly we're getting a whop in the head with the cosmic two by four by now i mean because we are all connected even the pandemic that they had you know the spanish flu that would never have traveled around the whole world the way this has because of just of the nature there wasn't the technology we didn't fly around and see each other so we really are all connected and it just seems to me that the sooner we all really spiritually and you know physically, emotionally get on board with the fact that everyone needs to be doing good so that we can all do good, then you know we'll be moving towards this Pleiadian vision that you've been talking about. It's not, let me tell you, and I think this is comforting, to be honest. We don't have to wait for everybody to get it together. The energies will shift. Yes. It's a time timing thing. Each one of us carries the God consciousness state inside our bone. That's where the God consciousness energy is linked. We are all interconnected through the God consciousness state. That is, that is an absolute. So that energy is working also. Mm -hmm. So if we wait for everybody to choose to comply, we would be waiting forever uh, as, when it comes down to the human being and that separation and fear. So that is not going to be running the show. It is right now while things emerge and this density comes up, but there will be moments where that will change and we'll start to operate through our God consciousness energy. 
that every human being on this planet has a crystalline structure anchored through them, and they all carry the God consciousness state within the bone. So in that, they all have the energy of the Godhead energy through the spinal fluid. Every human being, regardless of where they are in their awakened state. And you, we need to focus on that and know that to be true because it is a true. All right. And with that energetic in every human being on this earth plane, the shift will open at a certain moment. And we will all come back home to ourselves in our hearts. That is a truth. There is, that is an absolute truth. And you hold the energy of that truth. You can witness the drama, but hold the energy of that truth steady in your awareness, in your consciousness. This creates a grid right through the planet. Right. And there is nothing that can stop that because it's already anchored. It's done. And so it is. And so it is. <laughs> so getting back to Maria's early question when we began our journey, when if people would like to have a more conscious experience of the Pleiadians themselves, how would you recommend they do that? Or what intent shall they, uh, well, they need to come home to themselves. How would you recommend they do that? Anything perfectly. They just need one moment in time when they choose to connect into their heart. The Pleiadians can only reach you, can only communicate when you're in your heart, not up here trying to get it, trying to connect and think it. So that's one thing. And there's many different uh, uh, avenues available. You know, there's our free video broadcast where I do a live transmission from the Galactic Receiving Station every second month. That's up on my website. Um, there's my podcasts. I always do um, a transmission of light. Um, it's a discourse and a transmission of light that will align them through their hearts to that connecting force. I also have a book, which is, I think it's only $10 on the website. It has 12 audio files channeled. So you read the chapter and then you, you listen to the audio file and it takes you into a, a really powerful energetic transmission of connection to the Pleiadians. Um, so there's 12 audio files in that book and, and that will uh, take you and align you to the Pleiadians. There's, an, there's three books actually. One has 27 audio files and another one has 13 audio files, but there's, you can pay a little, a lot, nothing. I always have free stuff available because okay. that, that's really important. You know, to me, it's about this cost of online classes for $299, $299 or a book for $10 or something for free. You know, it's, we make all these different things available on the website for you to have a direct experience. And the, the light initiations, the channeled energy 
is multidimensional. So you can listen to it once, a second, a third time. Every time you listen to it, you have a deeper experience, direct experience, because it's you're different every time you listen to it. So you can open into higher dimensional levels of light to receive. It takes you into that moment of your heart. And then you're never the same again. Because cycles break, the old sabotaging cycles break every time you connect into your heart, every time you consciously choose to go there. It's a, we're, we're miraculous beings. Mm-hmm. Doorway is wide open right now for anyone who chooses to take one moment in time to open into your heart. doesn't mean you have to live there all the time. No, one moment, you know, and it's just, and you'd start to build a pathway back to your own heart space, to your own multidimensionality. It's really, um, and the Pleiadians only work with you when you call them forward. They honor the free will. They won't enter your energetic field without permission from you. So, you know, it's really, it's, there's just wide open with opportunity. That is fantastic. Christine, you are a joy and you are so wonderful. And thank you for being an ambassador for this information and for all the people you've helped. Your books are wonderful. You've got some amazing um, courses online. Friends, you need to go there. Christine Day online.com and check it out and I'll have links to your book and everything. So is there another final message that you would like to impart to this listenership today from the Pleiadians? Just that you are who you've been waiting for and it's through your heart, you come home to yourself. And that's all you need. You have your higher self component that is waiting to support you and to come into your life and enrich you, you know. So that's what I would say. Open into your heart's desire and allow it to become manifest in your life. Wonderful. Sending you many, many blessings for continued joy and happiness and peace, Christine. Same to you, Shelley. It's been really beautiful to connect with you. Likewise. And I look, I know this journey you're going to take to Greece when it happens, it could be July, but when it does happen, it's going to be a really uh, powerful moment for you. And I honor you and all that you are. Thank you. Thank you. You as well. Blessings Friend. to everybody. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Blessings to each one of you. And I just want to acknowledge you and all that you are in this moment. So be it. So be it. Blessings to you. Dear friends, we have concluded another episode of Healing Arts with the wonderful Christine Day. Check out her website. And I can't wait to see you again on the next episode of Healing Arts. We'll be right back.
Hey friends, I want you to check out my Past Life Lady YouTube channel that has tons of free videos that teach you how to do all kinds of things from energy healing, gem and mineral healing. I've got guided imagery up there for you. So check it out. Just go over to YouTube and type the words Past Life Lady in the search bar and hit subscribe. And I'll look forward to welcoming you over to my channel today. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. So we're at the end of another episode, dear one, and just thinking about gratitude and all the things that we have to be grateful for, I just want to say it again. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for listening to this show. And the other thing that happened, um, I had been asking people to go out and vote for my book, Past Lives with Pets, for this Coalition of Visionary Resources Award, and I just found out it's going to win the award. OMG, I can't even believe that. I've never won an award. That's incredible. Um, These awards are going to be either gold, silver, or bronze. So I don't know which one it'll be, but I'm just so grateful. My gosh, I just, I can't believe the support of friends like you, listeners, readers, my students this year. I can't say enough. It's a good life. And I hope that No matter what you're going through, I hope that you are doing okay. I hope that you too can find these little pockets where you just look out at the beautiful sky or something very simple that's going on and you're you're also able to just feel that gratitude this week and just know that, you know, we're going to still, we're still going through unbelievable challenges. We've got so many people in the world who need our attention and love and prayers and yet, There's still hope, there's still beauty in this world, and there are still many, many things to feel so grateful for. So I'm grateful for you, and I will definitely look forward to seeing you next time on Healing Arts, when I'm going to be welcoming Dream Alchemist Melissa Virtue to the program for a discussion on my dreams and your dreams, and what they mean as we move forward in our lives. So have a wonderful day, my friend, and I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. Healing Arts is sponsored in part by PastLifeLady.com, my official website where you can find information about past life regression, my books, energy healing methods, gems, stones, and minerals, and more. Visit pastlifelady.com for more details and through the generous donations from supporters like you. Click on the links to discover how you can support the Healing Arts Program. And thank you in advance. Namaste. Namaste.